Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Miller. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's Miller. Again, Miller. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Mm-hmm. Should we rename it the not-so-happy hour? <laughs> we're going to go back to before the bad things happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before this happy the before hour. times. Yes. Yeah. Before, before times. The when we were innocent and pure this week. The latest uh, massacre, the gun, latest gun massacre in America. Well, you know what? Hal Sparks is, he is my happy place. Yes. I must say. He's one of the things that makes everything better. And so, I, yeah, we had a, a special hour with Hal that is always healing. Yes. And uh, listen, it's why we're doing a Save Democracy Sexy Liberal Tour, because democracy really is hanging in the balance. And mm-hmm. we were saying it, it, this midterm is is it. Yep. If you've had enough, as my T-shirt says, of uh, gun violence, of your kid uh, uh, you know, being slaughtered at school or you being slaughtered in a supermarket, if you've had enough of uh, people wanting to violently overthrow the United States and uh, women's rights that they've had for 50 years, you've got to turn out. Yes. And uh, um, Hal is my happy, clappy warrior. Yes. Yeah. He's a confection for the weekend. He is. All right. So please enjoy House Sparks. Well, you know I'm a healthy eater, and eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today. Get after your goals. Two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factors' restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast midday bites and more there's no prep no mess meals factor meals are ready to heat and eat no prepping cooking or cleanup is needed flexible for your schedule get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week plus you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required head on over to factormeals.com liberal 50 and use that code liberal 50 to get 50 percent off once again the code liberal 50 at factormeals.com liberal 50 for 50 percent off Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
All right, never mind uh, the fact yes. that huh? that is a Vladimir Putin talking point. Uh, yeah. That that actually that remember one of the reasons besides the denazification of the Jewish run country of Ukraine that Vladimir Putin was using for invading the place was because they were a bunch of trans supporting oyster eaters. And <laughs> that that has literally become the the like, the, I guess the Trump march. Uh, I guess he's still getting marching orders from Russia. They're right. just now the PR ones. Right. Obviously. I just ate. And, I just ate oysters yesterday. I'd like to point that out. I am oh an oyster God. eater of the highest order. Figures told you, yeah. well. nailed it. Right. <laughs> Did they By the work? way, I thought. <laughs> yes. <laughs> seeing you is always like eating oysters. I know. You know it's like, like yeah. Like you do. Oyster. Right. What? I thought you know what I was. I thought you cut your hair, but no, you were. It's a ponytail. No. But you were That's saying right. I, this was interesting. I had not. You said uh, my favorite new term that people use when misgendering me is "ma'am, sir." I thought we yeah. were. I thought we were over the idea that men can't have long hair, but I guess everything is in the fifties again. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah everybody like oh. they're just like I don't. I don't care. I'll just. I'm so afraid of being wrong. I'll just say both. Like that's where we are right now, and it's just ma'am, sir, ma'am, sir, ma'am, sir. <laughs> it's it's like yo, yo was originally supposed to be like a gender free right. pronoun, right? Yeah, and uh, like hey, yo. Hey, yo, like that. I, well, that. I've already confirmed, no matter what your hair length, that you are the, uh, let's just say the anti-Alex Jones in certain areas. Sure, sure. You uh, know, I lack the I, bloating. I I, uh, I, <laughs> I tour with men where the, where the tightest pants in the world, Hal Sparks and John Fugel saying, um, you were quoting uh, Alex Jones, who said, I don't care if you're black or white, uh, penises are the third of size they were of a 1960s male. And you said, hi, dummy, it's just you and your was always small it's your gut that got big oh okay yeah. well that was <laughs> i yeah I, I i i mean you can't handle these people's stuff that they post or that is posed about them seriously i think that's the mistake most people make like the like the civil war tweet that's been floating around because oh, yeah, donald yeah. trump you know uh you know retweet retruth somebody on you know or twerk, i call them yeah i say they're twerps uh, that's what they're <laughs> on truth social you twerp truth central and, yeah, troth sensual, and um, he he. There was this civil war tweet. Well, he was that w- which was responding to another tweet where somebody else was saying that that's you know countries tear them apart from inside. I don't think he was calling for civil war. I just think he's too stupid to know that people will read it as such because we're the only people who think he's important anymore. The rest of the like right. he doesn't. Trump of he, all people knows he's the least important person on the planet, and I think we should start agreeing with him. Yeah, he. Well, let's see. It was not just that. He also, let's see, what were his targets this weekend, Travis? Uh, Twitter, the Wall Street Journal, uh, his former endorsee about Alabama Senate candidate Mo Brooks. Uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. who's, uh, who's oh. surging ahead, right? Yeah, how are those Trump endorsements going? That's mm-hmm. not so good. It's not. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't it'll you? Get don't you hey, he already spent two hey. million on what's his name Purdue, and he's like, I don't. I have nothing to do with him. I'm like, yeah. no, you just. It's too late. You know why? He's gonna you know, lose by thirty favorite, points. Yes, and it's like that will well Purdue put out that tweet like, look, I may be losing, but I'm not losing by thirty points. Like that's that's a sign <laughs> you're tired of winning. And and his biggest complaint about Purdue is he's lazy. I'm like, dude, he's your choice. That if that is any better indication of who you think should be in government, and it's like the Rand Paul methodology, you know, and the Republican ideology that's put any of them in office. The Republican running theme is government sucks; it can't do anything right. 
uh, elect me and I'll prove it. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, here's the Civil War tweet. He shared an account uh, called MAGA King Thanos. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, the greatest genocider in the entire right. universe. Right. Sure. It added the caption Civil War to a screenshot of Lara Logan post of uh, the president of El Salvador saying the most powerful country in the world was falling so fast and something so big and powerful can't be destroyed so quickly unless the enemy comes from within. George Conway said nothing to see here. Um, just a former president of the United States sharing a social media post advocating or predicting civil war in the United States. No biggie. Um, I, it still should be a big deal, shouldn't it? I know we're not supposed to pay yes. attention to him, but I, I, well, here's the thing. Right now, there is a civil war going on inside the Republican Party. That The Dr. Oz McCormick fight is a great example of if it's not just a runaway with a bunch of nobodies in it, Trump's endorsement means nothing. And the quote unquote establishment rhinos are the bigger enemy than the Democrats amongst them. So Trump is thinking civil war all the time, even beyond the United States, because quite frank, because quite frankly, the rest of the country has moved on. Yeah. Most people are operating fairly normally you know i we're down here in the gas lamp in san diego where i was doing comedy shows this weekend and the nobody nobody knows the world's on the verge of nuclear war and just went through a pandemic they're walking around in micro mini skirts staggering in and out of bars you know (laughs) listening to like retro 80s dance music it's like they don't (laughs) they're not on troth sensual yeah so they're they're more worried about rhinos than they are worried about Dems this fall. And that's wonderful. Yeah, because that well, means it's all they're not going to show up. Trump also uh, shared a post from a user named Jarvis Patriot that called for all January 6th political prisoners to be freed, hmm. portraying the situation as a grandmother who took a selfie in the Capitol being jailed. All right. And then uh, Trump also. Uh, that's a Newsmax quote, by the way. That's the one they use on Newsmax all the time. A grandma taking a selfie and sure. they, all their shows. That's who that was. Not the not the guy who. And by the way, all those people who are close to that have all been released already. There yeah. are people who beat cops and their friend was standing right next to them, egging them on or, or but not physically helping. Those people went home. The only people who are still in jail in the D.C. jail are people who spit on cops, said, I'm not getting a vaccine. And I, if you let me out tomorrow, I'm going to do it again. Right. And that's what you do with those kind of criminals, no matter why they're he in. Also posted about the uh, complaining about the 2020 election and calling for Hillary Clinton to be locked up because I can't I can't hear that. Enough. Cause, cause uh, everything's a could, reboot. Everything's a reboot. Oh, my God. It's. Can he shut up about that cake? Hillary's not going to jail ever. Right, ever. There's a good chance you are. Still a good (laughs) chance you are. Um, by the way, um, can you just uh you retweeted Mm -hmm. Nicholas tweeted uh a WikiLeaks-like transparency organization without uh, the ties to Russian intel released a cache of emails from Hunter Biden's laptop. They show signs of tampering. Um, and you said this is why all you ma, ma hunter laptop dorks at the Washington Post can go pound sand. You just said for <laughs> sake. It's nice to see people come around to what I've been saying since 2020. But Christ, there is no Hunter Biden laptop. Can there you explain? Can you please explain how sparks? <laughs> just the, okay. when, we're, when we're hearing that Jared Kushner and Steve Mnuchin made, I don't know how many billions during and right Who, after the uh, yeah, Trump. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, twenty billion something uh, on on over the course of yeah. or, or set up deals that will be worth that over the next ten years. Um, 
Yeah, they, the the Hunter Biden, for whatever, the Washington Post put this story out that they finally got a chance to look at the, the laptop and do a review of it. When in, If you read the article, and I did a whole show of it on infotainmentwars.com, where it's not actually the laptop, it's a hard drive called laptop. That's right. <laughs> like a man called horse will be a disappointment in bed. A hard drive <laughs> called laptop has a terrible screen. And just because you name something laptop does not mean you've seen the laptop. Secondly, it's the 10th generation of tr- copy of Trollbait sold to Rudy Giuliani by Russian sock puppets in Ukraine that was originally supposed to be put on a, on a laptop and dropped off at Keith Ablo's house where it would be discovered. He was that fox shrink, if you'll recall. Oh, God, still yeah. On there, right? And and do and talk about how Hillary's psychotic and blah, blah, blah. He got busted for drugging and diddling his patients. So they had to move the plan to John Paul McIsaac. Yeah, the blind Scottish uh, repair shop man who they send in uh, a, a, you know, a, a Hunter Biden lookalike with three wet laptops and as long as he his accent was passing and he stayed more than six inches away from the guy's face, the guy couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Then, and this was the new detail. This is my favorite new detail. The John Paul McIsaac guy is suing Twitter and New York Times and all this stuff. Okay. And he he said he said the FBI came to pick it up. Two agents can't name them. They're not on the receipt he got. No one knows who these people are. And that they said. At one point, you know, people who keep their mouth shut usually don't end up dead. That was, <laughs> and then allegedly, the, after they took the laptop and disappeared, they called him back later that day and said, "If Hunter Biden ever shows up to pick up the laptop, call us at this number and we'll bring it back." Oh my! What? God. What are you talking about? Okay. Said okay. no one. Get come on. Oh, okay. come on. Kevin in D.C. You're on with Hal. Hello, Kevin. Good morning. Ah, uh, another another man who speaks fluent nerd. I, I, <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> um, I was just wondering. You know, you were talking about Trump, um, and I was thinking about how Germany, United States is probably the most famous country known, or at least the most uh, 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 praised for uh, fighting the Nazis back in the day, mm-hmm. and Germany since that time, has done everything they could to eradicate, erase any racist things that they did. You can't even put the Nazi symbol. And yet America, who again, is practically the poster boys for fighting them, now does things like, you know, people of my shade get slaughtered constantly, and then some Cretan calls in and, and tries to compare uh, one a black person here, they're doing something, as the national threat that the FBI has said of white supremacy. And uh, we have Voting Rights Act being, you know, and all that sort of thing. So I'm just wondering how a country who, again, is practically the poster boy for fighting Nazism, seems to creep dangerously close to the, the uh, authoritarian, authoritarianism and, and racism every day. It's very disturbing. Well, I mean, uh, there's, uh, there's a lot of reasons, uh, not, the, not the least of which is that as a, you know, as a racially and uh, ideologically pluralist society, we cling to that more than anywhere else, which is also why we, while we've come close as we've ever had, I would say with Trump, why we ultimately stayed away from Nazism because there was a, you know, running the joint because there were rules in place that allowed everybody to speak. Once you tighten those rules, once the Nazis get in position, 
then they can use those rules to broom everyone else out. So yeah. as uncomfortable as the Democratic, you know, uh, and with small d Democratic conversation, well, this is why they want to allow everybody. They want to ban the books that tell you the part that white exactly. replacement theory that's, is is the Third it, Reich right. ideology. But that's yeah. right. And and in, in Germany, you can't even have the Tibetan symbol that the Nazis stole, which is not the Tibetans' fault. Um, right. And Kiss has to have a different logo in the country because. The, the two Jewish guys who uh, are the lead guys in the band, Paul Stanley, a.k.a. Stanley Eisen, and Gene Simmons, a.k.a. Chaim Witz, um, uh, have a band where the lightning bolt S's look too much like the Nazi SS, so you they have to have a separate logo in the country. Right. That's you know, not the only solution. you could combine heavy metal nerd knowledge with Nazi imagery nerd mm-hmm. knowledge. Just yeah. a beautiful no, explosion. I, I, no, of- I mean, it... It all comes together. You don't understand. I, I'm I'm the new Q. I'm the new Q. Right. <laughs> I can link anything. Oh, I can right. make anything link okay. together. Monkeypox. Monkeypox. <laughs> all right. Twenty minutes. Oh, we have to say we have to play that Alex Jones for me. Um, no, I've been asking this all morning. I, mm-hmm. I know it's been a while, but uh, as I understand it, there is um, a penis involved in yep. you know, pregnancy, pregnancy uh, yes. generally, and at some generally. point, at some point, yeah. And so yeah. I, this is not a women's issue. How do we reframe nope. this? Like I was saying, uh, well, if nothing the, else, the... it starts at a quarter of your salary, child support. Like it, this is a men's issue as much it, as it's a women's this, issue. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's about the freedom, person... isn't it? It's about, you know everybody being able to make their own choices. Right. The um, the issue in this is, by the way, men have uh, are, are if you look at the polling um, are are drifting more. You know, they were solidly in the support, just like the general public um, and men's support of women's right to choose is actually growing. Women, on the other hand, have been drifting towards the Republican Party. The only polling shift that there's been is right-leaning independents going more to the Republican Party. They have closed some part of the gender gap with this reveal because there are a bunch of people who gave up on the Republican Party because they were single-issue voters about about being anti-choice. And now that this is coming out, this is driving them back. The right. difference is, is that they're not going to vote because they're also the QAnon maggot crowd and they think the election's rigged and Trump has told them why bother to some degree. So that's right. the problem they're going to have this fall. But it's, you know, men are, you know, uh, statistically speaking, well in on on uh, on women's right to choose. The The problem I have with the with AOC's quotes there, and I understand where she's going and I appreciate her a lot, is that that is exactly the argument the right is using about these women forcing their choice, quote unquote, onto an unborn child. That's the exact same you're forcing your, you know, you yeah. know, because you're bored or whatever. They have this awful view of women that, you know, that like these people are literally talking about like women want to abort a baby after it's born. Like that's not abortion. That's just a murder. That's mm-hmm. just like, right. It's like then that's. I mean, what is the death penalty? But a murder in the seven thousandth trimester, whatever. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about yeah. at that point? So um, this this argument is uh, is a much more of a Gordian knot than folks think, and it yeah. isn't as cut and dried. And men are, like I said, polling By the wise, way, men are drifting in support. This of is choice. their hyperbole, where they're always like, "They want to kill children in the what, ninth month, in the eighth month, when it's halfway right. out the birth canal." Like the, this guy that was pestering the doctor mm-hmm. at, at the sure. congressional hearing. Uh, it, 
around about 1% of abortions are performed at 21 or more weeks into a pregnancy. That is typically at a stage because there is severe fetal uh, uh, anima- um, anomalies or threats yeah. to the mother's life. Like it or is, both. Yes. Most of the time, it's both. Like you literally have a child that it's, people don't it's like hard. wait eight months and go. Ah, you know, I changed my mind. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, it, uh, yeah. We're talking about like not having a functioning brain. Its heart is outside its body. It's and it's attached to the uterine wall by its skin, so that when it is the birthing process will tear the woman to pieces. Yes. And that's when that happens. It is not because they're like, ah, you know what. I painted the room blue and I just decided I, I, I let's start over. Like it's absurd. Yeah. It's this, yeah. I, and it shows, I think it's more about this misogynistic view of what they think women's intellectual capacity is like or moral culpability. I mean, there's obviously some leftover, like you started the whole Apple thing. I mean, I know I bid it after <laughs> and I, but you made me like there's some, you know, leftover oh Garden of Eden crap. Also, not there. to mention a lot of their witnesses are. Uh, did you see the House Judiciary? So this mm-hmm. uh, hearing uh, last week concerning abortion access, an expert witness that would be by Republicans. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. She uh, made a head scratcher of a claim that Washington, D.C. is literally pow- powered by burning fetuses yes. burning fetuses yeah. burning absolutely fetuses. Uh-huh. she look. said no hang on uh, um, mm, she said uh bodies are thrown in medical waste bins and in places like washington dc burned to power the lights of cities homes and streets uh americans united for life president Catherine, somebody 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 said let that image sink in for a moment the next time you turn on the light think of the incinerators think of what we're doing to ourselves so callously and so numbly um amanda tweeted republicans aren't even trying to make their lies sound plausible yeah Anymore. I don't understand why people don't just immediately play a clip of Trump going, we're energy independent for the first time ever. This is we've getting like we're getting all of our energy from domestic sources. Sure, it was my idea to use babies to fuel things, but they're homegrown. They're American babies. American babies first is my so- energy policy. <laughs> As of October 2021, just in case anyone cares, Uh 93% of the district's power generation came from natural gas, coal, and nuclear power plants. Uh, Wind and other renewables, not fetuses, comprise the remaining 7%. So they are 0% of the fetus. Well, I mean, mean, first of all, it's not about lighting the fetus. It's keeping it lit. That's the hard part. Uh (laughs) Jeez. Oh, my God. How Louise Sparks. (laughs) Look, I am making a joke not about the the setting on fire of children to power I know the lights, what you're... but the absurdity of the claim. Yes. <laughs> Steve in Chicago, you're on with your, your homeboy. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Steve. Hi, Hello. Steve. Hello, yes, thank you for taking my call. And, and I think that it's an important Steve discussion the because we've, we've allowed... We're, yes, exactly. Well, we've, we've allowed the right to corner us because you'll have some debate in which somebody talks about things like partial birth abortion. There is no such term in the medical community. So, right. you know, you'll, I mean, the fetal heartbeat say, well, bill, I'm, there is not a heartbeat mm-hmm. at six weeks. Any doctor will tell you that. Exactly. There is not a fetal heartbeat. Exactly. It's an electrical it, it, pulse. They're, they're having these debates with us based on a faulty premise, and we allowed them to have that, to, to uh, establish the terms under which we debate. And I think that that's a mistake. Yep. And, and, and to frame us all as somehow, you know, um, I'm for a woman's right to choose. But no, I'm not one of these people who uh, who would say, and, and if we decided to wipe the slate clean and create brand new legislation on this, 
I'm not one of these people who wouldn't be comfortable with saying, okay, a woman is eight months pregnant and she just broke up with her boyfriend, the father of the child, was found some new guy, and now she wants to have an abortion. I'm not comfortable with that. And guess what? The vast majority of people who want uh, to have right. a, a want, want a, to secure a woman's right to choose are not comfortable with that. So let's stop, you know, allowing them to label us all as wanting abortion on demand that you can have it, and we're just fine. You want to walk in eight and a half months pregnant and get an abortion? Those of us who support a woman's right to choose, we're fine with that. We are not all fine with that, and we have never been fine with right. that. Right. All right. And so, that is sir. already that is already not legal yes. under. Okay. It's well, like as you exactly, said, but, it is a tiny right one percent of the cases, and it is an extreme medical yeah. emergency for yeah. the mother and/or the but child. He, yes. he makes a great point about them setting the terms for the argument. Yeah, and the idea that there is no such thing as a partial birth. Oh, abortion. let's talk. Let's talk. Start There's with them case. calling themselves pro-life. Yeah. Right. Oh my exactly. God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're pro uh, uh, Vladimir Putin's life apparently. Like they're pro-Russian life at yeah. this point. The Ukrainians got to lay down and take it. But yeah. the, the, you know, we should just, the MTGs of the world, like, we should just, look, you're going to lose some Ukrainians, but it's better in the short term if we just get it over with and just let them lose Wait, rather than support oh, them now you did fight it. for freedom. We always hurt the ones we love. You brought up Marjorie Taylor Greene, didn't you? Oh, God. All right, I think oh. we're going to inflict 15 on him. Because, ah. you know, you know why, Hal, because monkey pox, wa- yeah. poop, poop water. Poo water. Wait, do you hear this? So why what? is Bill Gates running everything why does he get to decide that you know bill gates i want to remind everyone he wants to grow fake meat in a petri dish and he wants us to drink poop water so i don't know why we're letting bill gates decide our health decisions but here's the deal uh bill gates is very concerned about monkeypox because this is something apparently he can make a lot of money off of and him and his other buddies but in the blue 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 state of massachusetts someone has contracted monkeypox Perhaps they got it from Canada, from Justin Trudeau's lovely country up there. And then even now, they're reporting monkeypox cases in Sweden and Italy. That is disgusting. Um, Okay. First of all. Your um, thoughts on her thoughts? Or lack thereof. (laughs) Um, I I don't know. uh, Geographically, her her belief that Massachusetts and Canada are attached. Let's start there. Right. There's a river of... that Bill Gates wants us to drink poo water. I'm sure that's in reference to like filtration right. and, yeah. and and coming up with a better system to purify water. Sure. So that bastard can, bastard right. person. Yeah. And not us, by the way. Most countries, like third world countries and developing countries, where they really have a problem with sewage and those kind of things. God forbid you would want those people to survive and drink clean drinking water. And the only source is you know is used and reused and reused and stuff sure. india has a, a very big problem with water for example uh, maybe that's what she's can, talking about can I, can I point out that nah. there's, there's only a finite amount of water on earth yeah and throughout yeah. all of history I'm, every single bit of that water has touched poo at some point yeah right and especially uh well i mean I'm, she I'm, ought to I'm, I'm with, the, with the amount uh, of right. she talks yeah. I mean, I would... exactly right yeah exactly okay. like she she's got it it's all over the rim of the glass all right, so, let's, go, <laughs> let's go magically back to Jenny Thomas because I slammed you into a hard break. Yes. But, okay. So, so Jenny Thomas is, for all legal purposes, a rando citizen. And rando citizens can call the AG of whoever and say, you guys need to look into this. 
The problem is, is that those AGs are going to go, this is the wife of a sitting Supreme Court justice. Yeah. I, if I listen to her, it will help me out. But from from a legal standpoint, I mean, the implication a, is just do this. The Supreme Court will take care of the rest. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And the problem is there are no rules about the family of SCOTUS right. um, because it's a lifetime appointment. And you would almost have no one, you know, go, by the way, your whole family for the rest of your life can't do this, can't do this, can't do this, can't do this. And so the idea is that they, they've created this like interpersonal ethics issue within the SCOTUS that never gets used, that's supposed to patch that gap that, you know, normally in a, in a functioning society that isn't run by a, a third generation loser who, uh, you know, rich, rich kid loser who was friends with Jeffrey Epstein, you wouldn't normally have these problems. Yeah. But in the case of Clarence Thomas and the rest of these guys, that's this is a real severe issue. Yeah. Um, so th- there's going to need to be some kind of separation between the two of it where people can get, there's got to be some teeth in this law. And there just isn't right now because of their fear that nobody will ever be a SCOTUS again. Um, okay, let's skip to Rick Scott because mm-hmm. as you labeled this, flirting with racism. Was this him talking about, you know, should we condemn white Supremacy? Yeah. Okay. No good. So you would tell all Senate Republicans running for election that they need to, each and every one of them, condemn white nationalism? Well, I tell people what I believe. Um, and, you know, every every Senate candidate on both sides is going to decide what's important to them. But you would advise what's important them. To the you, you think... of their state. But I can tell you, I'm clear. So oh, the they, answer is yes. If they ask me, I would t- say, for, be clear. Be clear. I mean, we do not believe, none of us, I don't think any American mm. should believe in white supremacy or hatred of any kind. I mean, that's wrong. Okay. Senator Scott, thank you for joining us today. Mm. Mm. Um, yes. Uh, hate, hatred of any kind. That's adorable. Because um, <laughs> like, both sides do to, it, right. Yeah, exactly. Way to, like, water down. Like, we're, no, we're not talking about, like, ugh, I hate Duran Duran. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. How it comes on. And yet I keep dancing every time it comes on. Like, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about very specific, active, militaristic, dangerous, and dynamic form of hate that's caused some, you know, some mass shootings, you know, lately. And the threat. The, remember this time last year when the Biden administration, when they first came in, were starting to put together a, a a working task group on domestic terrorism, the kind of stuff like we saw in Buffalo that they were warning about a year ago. And all over Newsmax, OAN and Fox, they were saying they're trying to turn the law against white people for just being white and domestic terror. The, the biggest threat, they're saying the biggest threat is Americans. Like, no, the biggest domestic threat is Americans. That's what makes it a domestic threat. And specifically, right. there are three groups. There's white nationalists, black nationalists and other. Yeah. And, that, and there's a huge drop off after white nationalists. Um, in terms of impact on our society. They are the biggest concern. I've been saying this all morning, you know, how I feel like Herschel Walker is like a perfect example of how deep GOP's racism go. Mm -hmm. They're they're like, oh, Raphael Warnock. Oh, black guy. We have a black guy. I mean, it's just, that's right. They did it with, you know, their misogyny with, oh, you have Hillary. We have Sarah Palin. Same, right? right? And the idea is, is that they're not going to find somebody qualified to go up against them but he's of not that only same race. Not qualified. I was glad that this was a former yeah. Republican Party campaign consultant, Tara Setmeyer. Have you seen her, Setmeyer? She was on uh, TV yesterday. 
Um, she said, um, you know, this just gave Senator Warnock a much greater chance at winning re-election in November. He's been doing yep. an excellent job as senator. He's very well respected in the state. I've met him, Hal, and gotten to see him speak in person. He's yeah. everything you think he is. He is yeah. the absolute 180-degree opposite of Herschel Walker. Right. He is... Anyway, she she went on to say, then you compare him to an absolute degenerate like Herschel Walker. This is a Republican strategist. She said he's a degenerate loser, liar, fraud, and domestic abuser. And this is someone who the Republican Party has backed as their Senate candidate. Shame on Mitch McConnell and everyone else who has put up with the sham that Herschel Walker is. What an embarrassment. I mean, not only is he a liar, he lied about graduating top of his class in Georgia. Let's be honest. He also has a violent history against women police officers. He's talked earlier openly about murderous thoughts i mean really not only that it just came out recently i believe it was the ap report there are questions about his role in a veterans charity which is something that he's used as a point in his biography and his resume something he's done working with veterans there's questions about the role he played there and whether uh, he preyed on veterans and scammed the government this is so on brand for donald trump and who he supports i mean right. and this is not only the, the one one of a string of domestic abusers he's supported mm-hmm. right well, yeah, I mean, obviously, birds of a feather, and and he that's what he looks for, you know, fellow travelers in his, you know, in his behavior set. But also, they don't think anybody, they don't think black people or women in the upper echelon of this are qualified. So it doesn't matter if they find a person who's qualified of the same race to go. Okay, we're going to run somebody because we think that that's necessary in this zone. Like they don't genuinely think. Women are qualified. Look at Sarah Palin. Again, 70% likability rating when she was running with McCain, 20% electability in the Republican Party. They they don't think women should be in positions of power. It was a mockery of, of them competing. That's why they made her VP. Yeah. You know, right.